How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our week four coverage scouting the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to be giving you guys our three key matchups in Bears versus Colts. The Bears will look to move to 4-0 and against a very familiar Midwest foe, so be sure to tune in and stay tuned in to hear our three key matchups in this game. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to discuss these Colts, uh, a team that I saw play last weekend and a team that has become near and dear to me when it doesn't come to the Bears, I am here with my co-hosts, Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Parth, we both go to college in Indiana. How bad will it be if the Bears lose this one? It will be a bad one, let me tell you. A lot of my friends here are Colts fans. I've so far played a couple of Detroit fans, uh, then we've had some Giants fans, and now Colts fans, so... Hopefully I can keep talking my trash. I enjoy doing it. So let's let's get this let's get this W this weekend. Yeah, definitely a, a big game for us who go to college in Indiana. Uh, you know, it, it gets very very competitive and chippy in my fraternity house. So uh, I'm getting cussed out if the Bears lose, but if the Bears win, honestly, I might be cussing some people out, especially because we're four and zero. But Jalen, how's it going, buddy? It's going good. Uh, just enjoying you know this Tuesday and stuff. Yeah, uh, Tuesday we did take off Monday from podcasts, which is normally a day we post. We posted an uncut yesterday, so if you are watching on YouTube right now, do us a favor, go check that one out. Also, before we get into this one, whatever platform you're on, do us a favor and subscribe. We have some very big things coming up and are going to keep pumping out content for everyone who listens because you guys have been showing such good feedback. Let's hop right into this one. I'm going to kick it off with the defensive matchup of this game. In case you guys are new to the channel and don't know how three key matchups work, we give an offensive and a defensive matchup that the Bears need to take advantage of within the game and also an overarching matchup, which tends to be the matchup that we think is the most important in the entirety of the game. So I'm going to hop right into it. I've got the defensive matchup of week four. There's been a bit of a disconnect when it looks uh, when you look at the Indianapolis Colts' rushing attack this season, but on the other hand, it's still been quite successful. Starting running back Marlon Mack went down for the season with a torn Achilles in week one, and that opened the door for rookie Jonathan Taylor, as well as third-year running back Naheem Naheem Hines. We've seen the Colts, uh, the only team that hasn't converted on, or that that hasn't not converted on third down in 2020, rush the ball quite efficiently thus far this season. Uh, They've had 358 rushing yards as a team, 3.8 yards per carry, which doesn't seem that great, and also three touchdowns throughout three weeks. Their run game has opened up the passing game for first-year quarterback Phillip Rivers, obviously came over from the Chargers, uh, and they've won the last two games, and the Bears are going to have to slow down guys like Jonathan Taylor if they want a win in Week 4. We saw the Colts take on the Minnesota Vikings just a couple of weeks ago, and the Colts really exemplified how good their rushing attack is, uh, even with a rookie in Jonathan Taylor, who they picked up in the second round. He had 26 carries for 101 yards, as well as one touchdown. Uh, overall in that game, the Colts had 151 rushing yards and 3.8 yards per carry. But for Taylor, he had 4.4 yards per carry, and the Bears are definitely going to have to slow him down and put the ball in the in the hands of Phillip Rivers. We saw Rivers make costly mistakes in their week one loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That loss came to a surprise uh, for most people who didn't expect the Jaguars, who are now, I believe, one and two 
uh, to to win a game that early on. Uh, we saw Rivers with a rating of 88.7 in that game, also through two crucial interceptions in the second half that led to the Colts losing that one. So if you put the ball in Phillip Rivers' hands, he's going to make some mistakes, and that's what the Bears are going to have to aim to do this weekend, in my opinion. Uh, Rivers has had a good season, though. He has a completion percentage of 78.3. We have seen the demise of the Vikings this year and how poorly they've played, uh, as well as the New York Jets. That's just a mess of an organization. But Rivers has looked good, but I believe if they put the ball in his hands, he is prone to making mistakes. The Bears have the 17th-ranked rush defense in the league, as well as the 9th overall defensive unit in the league. And Phillip Rivers, once again, He's someone who's going to turn the ball over and you're going to have to make him throw and not let the Colts rely on the rush like they have so much recently if you want to win this one. Guys like Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols are absolutely going to have to step up big in week four and stop guys like Jonathan Taylor who's had a great rookie campaign thus far. My final point, the Bears are looking like they are going to have some consistency on offense moving forward. It does seem like Matt Nagy is more confident now with Nick Foles as the starting quarterback, they are not only going to have to make opportunities for their offense because this Colts' defense is very good, and Parth will get to that later uh, with his overarching point as well as Jalen. Uh, but they are going to the Bears are going to need to get the ball in the hands of Phillip Rivers. They're going to have to create turnovers, and they're going to have to slow down the Colts' run game that has been very successful thus far. So I forget who has the offensive factor or matchup, uh, not even going to lie. So whoever it is. Go ahead, pipe in. <laughs> yeah, um, so the Colts defense has been off to a pretty hot start. Uh, last week we saw them get th- three interceptions off of, you know, Sam Darnold. Uh, he had two pick sixes as well, so he had a tough game. That defense definitely can get the pressure going. Um, and then they got great corners. You know, Xavier Rhodes, who had a tough year with Minnesota the year, year ago, is starting. Had a pick six and an interception on Sunday. He was exactly. quite impressive, I will say. Exactly. So that's something Nick Foles has to look out for. You know, the Bears have a new quarterback under center. I'm pretty sure Matt Nagy wants to open up the playbook more with Foles there. You know, he knows Foles a lot more than Trubisky. I feel like even though Trubisky and him have spent more time together, I feel like Foles and him have just had that connection and that spark from the beginning. You know, we saw yesterday, you know, Nagy let Foles basically take over the offense and do what he felt like and do what he was most comfortable with. You know, he, he was ad-libbing him. in the huddles, which was crazy to see as well. Exactly. And he told, you know, Anthony Miller to get to the L and he got to the L and the ball was right on the L and he was going around the bench, you know, talking to the offense linemen, hyping up the running backs and hyping up the defense. But I'm getting way off track here. I'm here to talk about the Colts defense. Um, that Colts defense has been special so far this year, you know, Gardner Minshew is the only one who had a pretty good game against them with three touchdowns in week one. But ever since then, you know, the Colts defense has been lights out. Kirk Cousins had a quarterback rating of 15.9 versus them with three interceptions and only to put up 113 yards and half of them came in the fourth quarter garbage time yards. Um, Their defense on the run game has been pretty good too. They held Dalvin Cook to only 63 yards. Um, They also held Frank Gore to 57 yards last week. So their run defense has been pretty good. Something the Bears have been doing well this year has been running the ball. So hopefully we can start running the ball against this defense who's been pretty good so far at stopping the run. And the most yards by a wide receiver against them was by wide receiver Braxton Berrios. Um, I doubt many of you guys have heard about him, but he's from the Jets. He I didn't know who he was when I went to the game on Sunday. Yeah, and he had 64 yards, so he had a pretty good game against them. But that's about it. This Colts defense has been lights out. Um, you know, uh, the Bears need to 
somehow put up points against this defense. I think that offense has been pretty good the last couple of games. Um, so in order to put up points, we need to we need a big consistent game out of Nick Foles. You know, we saw him do it in the fourth quarter last week, put up three touchdowns. Even when he came in, there was a huge spark into the game. But, you know, against this defense, that, that'll probably be preparing for all four quarters of Nick Foles. Um, it could be a different outcome. You know, I'm hoping for the best with Nick Foles. He looked great last week, and hopefully he can keep it up. And then our wide receivers last week as well. You know, Anthony Miller, despite that one touchdown drop, I was super, super mad. You can ask these guys. I was frustrated with Miller at that time, but he did redeem himself with that game-winning touchdown catch. You know, Jimmy Graham had a big game as well. Um, so these those two definitely need to keep producing for the Bears. And then Allen Robinson was outstanding with 123 yards and a touchdown. And I think him and Nick Foles have that chemistry or ready I think uh, they looked really good together last week and hopefully they can keep that up yeah the crazy thing about Anthony Miller is he's got two game-winning touchdowns and he arguably should have four touchdowns on the season we've also seen a hot start from Jimmy Graham a signing that's looking better and better every day I'm not going to get ahead of myself Uh, he's been inconsistent at times we saw him basically no show in the game against the Giants but that was a tough game for the offense in general But those guys are definitely going to have to step up against a Colts defense that has some very solid pieces. I mean, Justin Houston, DeForest Buckner, uh, also guys like Darius Leonard. uh, You mentioned in the secondary, uh, Xavier Rhodes is out there. So this Colts defense is actually ranked first in the league right now, uh, third overall in in creating turnovers, first against passing yards, uh, fourth against rushing yards as well as uh, fourth in time of possession, uh, getting their opponents off the field. So this Colts defense is definitely something you can't mess with. Nick Foles is going to have to have a very big game, but you know what? The one thing I do like about Nick Foles, he's never been one to back down from competition. He's going to have quite the competition this weekend against a tough Colts team, another team this week that is a good team that's pretty pesky. I think this is probably the Bears' toughest task yet uh, outside of Atlanta. So it's going to be a tough one, but... Nick Foles did get the starting call. He's going to have to step up big time in this one and get the balls to his receivers. Uh, And something I like so much about it, I'm getting a little bit off track now. Foles keeps defenses reliable with the deep ball, and I think that's something that Mitchell Trubisky didn't do a great job with when he was starting. I think it opens up the game for David Montgomery, not only to be able to rush the ball better, but also to get out of the backfield as a receiving back and get to the second level. Foles will keep you honest with that deep ball. We saw he's he's able to throw it accurately. He's been able to throw it accurately throughout his career, uh, and I think the passing game opens up so much more with Foles in this game. But I'm getting off topic. It's going to be important that Foles plays well, but Jalen – what is your overarching matchup of this game? So the, my overarching matchup of this game is the Bears uh, front seven versus this amazing Colts offensive line. I, I usually don't trust, you know, pro football focus, but they do rank the Colts as the best offensive line in, in uh, 2019 and 2020 in the 2020 season so far. They only gave up three sacks in the uh, in their last three games. Uh, most of those sacks were to the Vikings. They gave up two to Yannick Ngakwe and uh, I think a corner or something like that, or a corner blitz. But this offensive line is the best in the NFL. They have an offensive lineman in uh, Quentin Nelson, who's probably the only offensive lineman that has a highlight tape. Uh, he's an all pro. He's been an all pro the last two seasons. They call um, it Quentin's Pancake House out here in Indianapolis. Yeah, Quentin Nelson is a is a very a very when well, I'm not even gonna say good. He's not good. He's he's amazing. He's one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. I remember, uh, you know, some of us really wanted the Bears to draft him, but you know, he didn't he didn't fall to eight. So, uh, they got him. They have um, who else? They have Ryan Kelly, who's a pro, who's a Pro Bowler. They have they still Anthony, have Anthony Costanzo. Yeah, 
yeah, who should have been a pro bowler last season in a, in a young right tackle in uh, Braden Smith. So they have a very good offensive line and they're very young. Um, they're they're on very cheap deals, and they're I'm pretty sure most you know this whole group is going to be together for you know most of the season. So if we can get pressure on Philip Rivers, who you know he's not going to escape the pocket at all. He's like 39 years old or something like that. Um, you know he's still a, I wouldn't say he's still a you know Philip Rivers of the past, but he's still able to make some plays with his arm. Uh, you know he's not having the best season so far. He he has 400 yards. Uh, two touchdowns and two interceptions so far um, on the season. But, you know, they're able to win games, and, and that's all that matters. So if we can get pressure on Phillip Rivers and, you know, make him gunsling the ball, which is something he's not, you know, new to. He's he's done it, you know, multiple times in, in, in you know, uh, in his NFL career and capitalized off turnovers. And, you know, this Bears defense should, should be looking to have a good day. It's going to be a big game for Akeem Hicks, and we've seen him step up big time so far, and I think a lot of people aren't recognizing it. His three-and-a-half sacks are currently tied for the second most in the NFL, as well as the most amongst interior defensive linemen. You know, obviously this Colts offensive line is very good, but the Bears have been doing a good job putting up pressure. I remember in Week 2 against Daniel Jones, and obviously the Colts' offensive line is much different than that of the New York Giants, but seven pressures from Mack, five from Hicks, and four from Robert Quinn in his first game as a Bear. It's going to be very, very important that the Bears get to Phillip Rivers in this game. They're going to have to plug the run. They're going to have to create turnovers if they can do that, and you can definitely force Phillip Rivers into some turnovers. That'll pretty much do it for this episode of Three Key Matchups. Before we go, I would like to say Meet the Opponents will come out tomorrow and we'll continue the rest of our week as scheduled. So be sure to look out for that, whatever platform you are on. Do us a favor, subscribe. If we are, if you are on YouTube and you made it this far, do us a favor, drop a like on this video. It helps us out a lot. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs there almost every day, getting a ton of extra content up for you guys. If you would like to find the podcast on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at beardown. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. That's definitely worth a follow as well. Parsha, Jalen McClinton, a tough task incoming with the Indianapolis Colts, a very pesky team that is also looking to make a playoff push in their division as well. Any last words? Hopefully the Bears can come out with a W. Uh, I think a four and zero start would be something crazy, something, man. Yeah, something crazy. A lot of people didn't even predict us to win five games or even five games max. So to go four and zero would be awesome. And yeah, playoff baseball starts today. So go White Sox, baby. And we have a presidential debate and the NBA finals. So a lot going on right now. The world seems a, a lot more normal now. Uh, Jalen. I know how you're going to answer this question, but first off, any last words? And secondly, will you be watching playoff baseball or LeBron James in the NBA Finals? Uh, so first, uh, I'm doing good. I mean, not doing good. Uh, it's not. You had a good time oh, recording. <laughs> yeah, you, that, that, that's what I meant to say. But uh, oh, like for the three and zero thing, I, a lot of people say like, "Oh, you're three and zero. You only play bad teams." But if we would have lost to those bad teams, you would have called us even worse like I don't get it you if you're if you think those are bad teams you expect us to beat them right and when we beat them you still call us bad I don't get that but um I definitely will not be watching play playoff baseball. <laughs> uh um, who's your prediction do you have the heat or the Lakers I, I gotta go with Jimmy Buckets personally I, I, wonder, I love Jimmy I um I don't know if you guys know but I'm a huge Bulls fan Parfit Parfit Chris know how you know my, this season for the Bulls went for me it was terrible uh but I'm going for Jimmy I love Jimmy Jimmy G gets buckets um I'm so happy for him that he made his first finals and hopefully he can get get this ring 
But uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, go Bears. Bear down. Hopefully we get to play. You know, the Vikings probably just win the NFL season, you know, because they're Vikings. But, you know, that's, huh. that's something to talk about later. That'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in. We appreciate it dearly. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. We've got a ton of Bears versus Colts coverage coming out this week. So be sure to keep an eye out for all of our podcasts coming up soon. Bears fans, as always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you and meet the opponents tomorrow. Peace.